but yeah. now you have the re- the people who want to enjoy the game is still there, right? Yeah. They still want to be able to have fun. Anthem too, for sure. Anthem as well. You have the people. All all the fuckery has happened, right? Now people are, are the waters have receded, and you have what <laughs> you have left. The strainer has strained out all the strained out all the people who garbage. the waters have receded. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 214 of the, right? Fuck. Is it 214? I think it's 214. I think you're right. I was wondering if you were going to Welcome to episode 214 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Hergood. I'm Trip Zero. And I'm Neo Ayoshi. And we're back we're to back. Talk, talk more sh- shit in the gaming world. <laughs> I, I do it differently than you, okay? You, Just well, you let do it. me. No, that's fine. I'm not going to judge your, do it. your intro. What I'm going to say is... Everyone has a first podcast episode, right? Like if you find a podcast, yeah, you, there's always an episode you jump into first. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what these guys are about, <laughs> and I'm just like, shit, this is hey, gonna be two hundred, two hundred episodes episode in, two hundred. Are we fucking? What are we? <laughs> I love it. I love. Let, the, let me be. It this. really paints a picture. Let me be this mess. It paints a picture of what we've created here. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, we are. There's not a lot of news this week. Uh, we have a we're post cu- E3. couple of we're post E3. There's a couple of things we were going to unpack, maybe, um, but we were also going to talk about just some gaming, sh- you know, shit that we're playing, stuff we're doing. It's a, it's, uh, we'll call it's the, the we'll call it the post E3 hangover. The it's lull. the post yeah. E3 hangover. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the lull in between something more interesting that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, how how was the week? Week was good, man. Week was good. It feels good to be back here in the studio. We had a couple of runs of Discord shows. Yeah, di- Discord shows, and I'm not. I don't want to have a like a production meeting here live on the right. air. But like, like Discord shows, I, I'm. I can't lie when I tell you that I am not confident in Discord shows when we go into post audio production. I'm not as confident, and I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent I mean, that's the trade off. It's it's super convenient. It's very convenient, but then yeah. we got a we got a good we got a show. But, in, but I but I think good. we need to like here and now. Maybe this is somebody's first episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Welcome okay? somebody. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank you for being here. Like and subscribe and rate and leave a comment. Yeah, I think we should be transparent occasionally about the fact that some of the times it's studio, some of the times it's remote, and the quality is going to be different. However, that being said. I think I'm more I'm uber critical of myself when it comes to comparing them. I think the non-audiophile person listening to our show, the non-audiophile listener will mm-hmm. not be as critical of what they're of the final I mean most likely not, but you're I feel like that's a, a responsibility of a creator to be the most critical of yourself. I, I want to be, you know, I'm yeah. I'm perfectly fine doing that, taking that position. I feel um, it. I feel offer it. us feedback if you ever want to give us feedback, but just to understand that when we do those remote discord audio shows, uh, you know, there's going to be randomness because of, of the internet. There's going to be randomness because of uh, a microphone issue. There's going to be, there's just so many fucking things that go, can go wrong when we're doing that. So 
just one week we didn't record because my computer locked me out of my applications. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was like no, an how, administrator says you can't use this, and I'm like, I'm the, I'm the about, administrator. Who are you talking Hello? to? <laughs> Yo, how about the one episode in the history of the Emerging Gamer where we recorded with P features? He's only been on one. So P features from the fireside chats mm-hmm. has been on our show mm-hmm. one time, and we had to re-record that entire episode because I didn't record his audio. I remember that. I was remember about that? to say we were at a table. Yeah, yeah. And P features came over, and he, you know, he's doing his comic book thing. We were all having a chat. He's never been on our show. Menti was there with him. Menti was with him. Yeah. It was P features. It was like his introduction. It was like bring P features yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Emerging Gamer podcast. I remember Comes on the show, that, dude. And I recorded every wow. other person's audio, but not P features. And he he hasn't not been back to our show because he's personally offended or something. But like I had to tell well, him. Now that you like, put that theory out in the universe, it's going to be uh, on all the rumor possible. sites about all <laughs> Emerging Gamer. <laughs> All but, the personnel. Uh, I had to go to him and I was like, dude, I hate to tell you this, but we did not. Rec- but that was like episode 15. Right. Like that was episode. No, it was 13. It was specifically 13. Because Because we the title of the second version of, of episode 13 was the episode that happened the way we expect it to happen or something like that. Like a play because, on Unlucky 13 or something. Yes. Like that. Play on Unlucky 13. <laughs> we were like, this is the episode where it would happen. Yeah. 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 Um, I do remember that. Wow. Yeah. 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 We ended up re- it happens, man. It's technology. That. You know, yeah. we're just a bunch of idiots trying to talk to the internet. And that shit's going to happen sometimes. That shit's you know? gonna, it's random. So who wants to start? Well, I mean, I figure we, we do our thing, catch up with what we've been gaming in the past yeah. week or so. And then we'll, uh, we'll do what we always do, which is hit the news. We uh, don't have a lot this week, but there are some very cool events around gaming that are happening, which I think uh, it'd, be very, it'd be important to highlight and discuss and to talk about, you know, their place in gaming and our place as gamers and Absolutely. the uh, the good we can do for the world. Hint, hint. But uh, for now, let's start with Neo. With yeah. What you've been doing, dude? Because you've um, been playing a lot of different. things. I've been playing a lot of different things. I've been dabbling here and there. Dabbling. Um, the big thing I did was I finished the Doom 2016. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Um, really solid game. Really cool. Just, just a great shooter. I just, just a downloaded great time. that through Game Pass onto my Xbox. So. You're going to have a lot of fun with it, Felix. I think cool. you're going to like it. It's if you like the pace that Wolfenstein likes to try and keep keep you at when you're shooting things, then I think you're going to enjoy it very much. Awesome. It's all about getting in there, getting in there with those those glory kills, as they call them. Now, th- does it yeah. have the thing I saw in, in the new Doom Eternal where you can um, burst or um, what do they call it? dash? Like air dash. Do they have the dash where you dash forward? No. They have a double jump, which, you'll, which you get like midway through the game, and then you get these rune upgrades, and one of the rune upgrades is like when you use your double jump, you can kind of hover in the air for a second right. and then move in, a, in a direct, any direction really quickly. Okay, cool. So that, that's like the extent of how much your mobility increases. And then you like upgrade your suit so you can grab ledges faster, and you can just, just all around like be a, fa- a speedier... Doom Slayer. So it has a suit upgrade tree. It does. That you can go into. Yeah, there's like there's like you'll find things in the world that will upgrade your health, your armor, max max health, max armor, max ammo you can carry. Those are just things in the world you find. And then you'll get these upgrades that will upgrade your weapon. So like your your weapons have two alternate fires, fire modes. And then you have first you have to discover it. You and you pick which one you want when you when you discover these like little robots that upgrade your weapons and then from there you get weapon upgrade tokens which will you'll you'll dump into what you want um and then just incre- and just increases 
whatever weapon you pick. Um, and there's a, a lot of cool weapons. There's like a like a large ass rail gun you can turn into like a like a turret. There's like a the mini gun you ha- has two conversion modes, which is like an auto spin up, and the other one is like mobile turret mode as well. And then the shotgun has like a gr- like a grenade fire mode, or like a it'll store up three shells and then fire that at once. Like you, oh, shit, yeah, cool. it's just it has like all the guns have like really cool unique ways to like play with them, and just you're zipping around in combat and you're switching guns like oh I'm low in shotgun ammo, time to pull out the assault rifle with the little butterfly missiles that like latch on to the demons and then like pop like it's like give you like a delayed pop so like there's like like the combination of like you moving around and gliding and jumping and diving and moving in to get those glory kills because it returns you health it's constantly making you move oh, in the battlefield if you do something like crazy some kind of aggressive kill yeah so like back. you're running around then the enemies will like glow eventually and then that's the moment when you move in to do a melee kill and you're you go into like a crazy animation where you're like pull the demon's like, head off pull its talon yeah. stick it in its mouth and like you get like a whole bunch of like ultra violent the like, real gruesome brutal yeah, that's stuff. what that's what rage 2 does which is also an id software you, you have property. like finisher moves and stuff yep. yeah yep. So yes, that's that's absolutely what you're going to experience. So your basic point is Doom has come a long way since uh, 1993. And, absolutely, and even like Doom Three, which was a big release back in 2006. That's when they were trying to bring it to like the like that. Do you remember that when that game came out? It had like new shadow effects and like it was like highly detailed. Like computers, most computers couldn't run it at the time because mm-hmm. of how like crazy detailed. Is it that was. where the can it play Doom? meme no, it, was, it was can it play crisis i know well i remember crisis but i was because you was just doom mentioned one? that i wondered if doom yeah. was like the real first one and then crisis became like for, the new for standard. a while it was yeah but i i mean i want to say that 2006 it predated memes right no memes have been around no definitely not uh, i mean memes they are were a thing. They, they didn't, as we know geo cities is a meme you know yeah at this so point, like yeah, yeah, so yeah but they, they weren't they weren't called memes. You're the man now, dog. That's no. kind of but, like meme. But you're when, the man when now was I can has cheese? Was like the burger. real original kind of meme. When was I can has cheeseburger? That was around around that. That was early time, internet. Roughly. That was early internet. Yeah, yeah. I definitely can't give you a specific date, but yeah. that was around all of those websites and all those times. So, yeah, Doom. It's cool. Uh, so, um, what, wait, is that on the Switch? You're playing is, on the Switch? It is. No, I'm playing on PC. Oh, you got <laughs> God, you Jesus the, Christ! Did you hear the disdain? It's, it's like, <laughs> growth. Oh, oh. I got growth. <laughs> my bro- my brother got it on Switch. He says it's Which, good. To but. be fair, I hear that the performance on the Switch relative to Doom, just playing in general, mm-hmm. is actually really optimized. It, it is. feels really, really. But good. I mean, like sitting at a PC, you have the fidelity. And you have the frame rate, the high, like yeah, I'm getting like 140 yeah. frames a second on that thing. Look, man, I get it. I'm, yeah. I'm a forever convert. So. Can I ask you guys a, a quick question related to the Switch and E3? Sure. Go ahead. Do you think I should get The Witcher Three on the Switch? Think that's going to perform? I think it'll perform. I don't. Think I already own the game on the Xbox. It may not look as good as it as it. Are you going to be playing did. this on the go? Because it's definitely for people who want Witcher. It's the in reason bed. I want to get it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get that to stream it. No, definitely not. Right, because I could just stream it from the Xbox. Just do it and from you the have Xbox. it look fan, like a million times better from the Xbox. Got it. I don't think this is good. And when I think of putting big games like this in the Switch, I, I you automatically go, it's not going to be a an eye pleaser. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be pushing graphics boundaries. It's your. It's honestly for me, it's just the convenience of having it on a smaller screen that I can plug into a bigger screen. Geralt of Rivia on the toilet. I mean, that's, that's the that's, that's the, the best. Benefit. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I know. I kind of, I kind of want to get it for that same purpose. Yeah, plop. I don't know. I don't want to pay that switch tax for it when I already have it on PC. Plop a yeah. deuce while killing a griffin. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I have That's been as far as I'll get. No, I'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll never play anymore. We will game. quit after that. <laughs> so I've also been playing a lot of Switch games nice. because I've been on the go a lot lately, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, what can I? take with me mm-hmm. what have you been taking with that you? is what the switch is perfect for um mostly over the course i've already have 40 hours clocked in this but i'm in 40 hours deep into final fantasy 12 oh nice yeah dude. Very so nice. and i had that on switch Classics. and geez that is a fantastic game to take with like you on the switch and ha- and then put on your tv i was telling you before the show started you did um i picked up all the final fantasies that they had on their e3 sale i can't believe that. on the switch you I have the, the, it's the perfect home i know and i was going to get them anyway but then i saw that they were on sale and i was like I should just just bite the bullet and invest up front to save the cash, and I did. And so. I, yeah, and I, I told myself like I don't want to buy another. Like I'll, I want to do ten again because I miss because like that was that's a huge nostalgia mm-hmm. thing. I never played twelve before. That's why I'm really going into twelve right now because I never beat it. So I or played, touched it. Yeah, I played it when it came out on the on the PS2, PS2. originally. I had the steel book. Like I was super. super I remember that. I remember it. the look. It's of a really nice collection. Yeah, actually. yeah. Um, but yeah, the game was very different from traditional Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. It was very MMO inspired mm-hmm. in terms of like let's give that experience to a single player i see a lot of similarities in the mmo mm-hmm. in 14 just, just in the in term, com- like general combat, the combat. Stuff. Yeah. you can see yeah. enemies first of all which is the easiest comparison you can run around in battle reposition yourself around right the mob, and just how like like all like the skills and the way like everyone is auto attacking mm-hmm. and there, you have like an auto attack timer right essentially exactly. and then between that you can queue up skills and then have your and then gambits, which are just auto scripts. You're writing, you just write scripts for your yep. characters. So Felix, yeah. you can uh, what what Neo is mentioning is in this game, uh, you control a party in Final Fantasy games, right? But the new one, oh, when it was new, Final new Fantasy 12. twelve, yeah, yeah. Uh, their thing was all of your party members will be independent of you. They're going to act like real people. But what you can do is give them a set of instructions on how for to play. certain moments. Mm-hmm. If you're like, if my health gets below. Thirty percent. I want her to cast the potion, and you can that put these things in, be... like like lines of code, almost like easy mm-hmm. build scripts, like drag and drop blocks, and, and they'll like, behave and they'll behave exactly yeah. how Am you I program them. Correct in assuming that's how they're remaking seven. Now, no. no, but seven looks to be taking some cues from a from an active combat. They're well, taking cues from like well, they, in the, the demo can, when he was fighting that spider thing. He could freeze time and open a menu. Right? Could he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So but I also tw- saw him like 12, hot switching between the two characters. You can. You can. Yeah. In 12, it works exactly like that. You can switch between who's the party leader during active combat. And then by hitting just the menu button, you pull up an attack menu of your magic and your, your items and your skills and like your, your summons, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so like it seems to me that. Final Fantasy VII is going to be a lot like twelve. I, I was wondering. Just, just from like just watching them just demonstrate yeah. the combat. We don't know if they have a like as in depth of a system where you can program. Pro, yeah, program, yeah, program every program. one of their behaviors for any conceivable moment. W- will but, it be true? I mean, I have this idea in my head that that is a fixed story with certain characters in your party, or will it be true that you can change, swap about out, and play at, the game with it, certain in story seven, beats? You can, Certain story beats will have people that are required to be in your party, but okay. for the majority of the game, you can essentially set your own three person. And the way we don't know if it's going to be the same exact way in the new one. But in right. the, uh, the way they do it, a lot of the times in Final Fantasy, like for twelve specifically, and I want to say seven, is everyone who's in your party is there mm-hmm. in with the crew, but you can only pull three out at a time. So like, and you can only and like for twelve specifically, I can have three of my six main cast members, right? The main cast members, and only three can be on the field at a time. But I can always hop into my menu and pull pull them out of combat and swap another person in on the fly. Like you can do that all just while running around the world. 
Um, a lot of seven was like like seven and eight. I remember you could swap party members at a save point. At some in some cases, uh, it was either seven or eight. It was a it was a save point swapping at seven or in the open world. Anywhere, or in the open anywhere world. where you had the ability to save. Eight introduced a switching mechanic that took any one player's turn, but you could swap them out for one player in the middle of battle. In the middle of battle. They wouldn't ten, get to attack. Ten did that too. Bring people in. Yeah. Ten, you could yeah. do that too. So they over the years, they've been playing with the formula of how yeah. these games play. They always change it up in, in little ways. There's like a familiar thread, but they always tweak little aspects of battle. So to, to me, change it up a little bit. To me, what seven looks like, if we're, we're going to talk about seven for a second, it looks like they're taking, okay, we want to have that old school feel of having a turn-based system, but we don't want to bog people down with that whole nonsense. So let's take what we learned from Final Fantasy 15. Keep it active. Maybe a little Kingdom Hearts. Sprinkle a little Kingdom Hearts in there. Mm-hmm. Right, Kingdom Hearts 3. And then take what, what people liked about the 7 combat. You know, but being fi- able to select But 15 all, all in no stuff. way was turn-based, right? No, it was fully active. But you could still pop a menu open and, and do things. Like Skyrim. Like Skyrim. Yeah, yeah in a way. Yeah, yeah. But, but mo- for, most, for the most part, you were throwing your sword around that battlefield and yeah. hopping on things. Um, which was visually cool. But I don't know if that's what Final Fantasy players really want they want they want that tactical nature of having that turn-based kind kind of half turn-based combat yeah i mean i get the appeal and again this is all nostalgia based right when we think right. about how we like to play I, a Final i haven't game. played seven in a very long time i so. didn't hate how 15 played and i thought it it flexed a good muscle in terms of rethinking how i approach battle and fighting yeah. so I enjoyed it, but I get people that are like, "No, I want I think turn-based. for thirteen, the combat was like the strongest part of it because of because they actually like the combat introduced like a set of strategies. Like you had like character classes that you would build, mm-hmm. and then like the sentinel was good against these types of enemies. So you had to combine yeah. it with with this this like, like I'm trying to remember in my brain, but I remember being like, "Oh yeah, this is really fun to put these parties together and see if I can come up because in like like gambits, the you know the Final Fantasy twelve system for thirteen, you had to set up." party makeups mm-hmm. and and you could you could they could any character could swap their party style but you needed to have like them set so you could be you could bring them in i don't know if this is going to ex- explain very well i haven't seen the system in years but i remember you had like class makeups that you could pull in and out of combat on the fly like like as combat was happening mm-hmm. anyway it's, it's really it's really getting bogged down some on final fantasy final fantasy cons- yeah, battle minutia yeah, but it's all really interesting. So I'm really well, excited. I mean, that's, to see. I'm excited to get back into it when I get to it. I'm going to do them all chronologically. Oh my god! And, uh, it's like hundreds of hours. Do we have a um you sound a like date me. a date on when eight is actually going to get its Switch release? Because they announced that that was going to be a some, thing sometime in the fall. I'll probably get to that. Um, oh no, no, I'm actually already at nine, so I'm not past it chronologically. Whatever, dude. Was announced at, on, on June 10th. Um, hmm. Oh, I know what I was going to do. I was going to go 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 7, 8. By that point, I felt like I was going to get 8 released on the Switch. Oh, cool. And I've played all these games, but I haven't finished 12, so I'm excited to actually I'm excited like, to finish 12. In. Is the chronology certain, like, fucked up and weird? They're no, all separate they're, stories. They're, yeah, generally they're different. There's some common threads. Some games take place in a similar overworld, mm-hmm. but... Very few. That's rare. Yeah, it's yeah, a very um, rare. But thing. mostly they're all different casts, different world, different conflict, different everything. The different thing, vibe. Different. The only like, thing that stays the same is story the time. same big yellow birds are there. The magic is called the same stuff. What the are those called again? Chocobos. 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 Mm-hmm. Chocobos. Um, there are threads that tie them together, yeah. but it's really only in in 
style and character almost. Yeah, it's like yeah. little references to a shared world, a shared universe, like a Stephen King style. Thing, cool. You know. Um, so let me just quickly talk about oh, yeah, yeah. the third game I've been playing the most of, and that's Monster Hunter World. Oh yeah, I have. It has bitten me, man. Has it? You it dug really in? has. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm multiple hours in at this point. Um, you're, you're, I mean, I, I lost about a month to that game, but I haven't really felt the itch to ever go back. It's but a very, it's a very satisfying loop. Oh, it is. And not only is it satisfying, it is so much fun to fight monsters and learn new weapons. Mm-hmm. And once you get once once it like clicks for you, and you see these monsters go at it, and then you're fighting one, and then this other fucking dinosaur decides to come in, and he wants to he wants a piece of the action, and then they just start fighting each other. It is nuts, man. I watched a bird dragon pick up another like the thing I was fighting. This other this other dragon came in, picked it up, and like they were fighting for like in in air for a minute, and I was like, like I'm just here with my sword. I'm just watching. Like me, my like I've been playing with a buddy, Mm -hmm. and this is like what we've been doing. We've just been hunting monsters. Did you you use some kind of like bait to draw the other one in? No, to cause that the world the world is just. It's just crazy because the it has yeah. like this ecosystem that's thriving. You see like little critters run around and like and like you fight you can kill them and take their their like materials off of them. And the game's all about just killing these big monsters or capturing them and then using their materials to make better items and better gear and it upgrade is a really your stuff. really satisfying loop. Um, and I don't feel and like I, I was surprised the other night. I was like, well, I don't feel like I'm like grinding heavily for anything right. because I'm going out doing these these like i don't know like 15 minute 20 minute 30 minute sometimes battles where i'm just having these epic fights mm-hmm. and then i come back and i'm like oh sweet i can now upgrade my my sword to a lightning sword because right, i've been right. killing the lightning monster for the last like two hours or whatever it's even fun to walk around and just find little bits of your specific monster you're hunting mm-hmm. just to learn more about it and you have your little notebook yep. keeps track of all of your data and your stats about your monster and then it's like you track you've collected weaknesses enough yeah. and then it's like oh now you can make something that like especially breaks its horn, which will mm-hmm. make you do more damage to the whole thing, right? Like you it, learn it, it sounds specific like things about it. You can chop tails off and stuff mm-hmm. and like that that like disables like you can learn strategies against each monster very specifically. Well I was gonna say this is um, you know, I always have to because I'm a narcissist, I like to connect things to my own <laughs> to yourself, personal yourself, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but it sounds it sounds <laughs> like that dude. maybe and this is pure speculation mm-hmm. that maybe the developers of Monster Hunter were playing a game I'm familiar with during their development cycle. I mean, Horizon do, Zero Dawn. Uh, mm. Monster Hunters is a very old series. Monster Hunter's been going back. And for, no, but I'm for saying it is immensely popular in Japan. So that mechanic's an old mechanic, yeah. very where, much yeah. an old mechanic. Where you where you kill a certain type of monster and then. So it could be the other way around. I think Horizon yes. probably Horizon took Zero cues. Dawn was more inspired by Monster they took, Hunter. Yeah, it took a lot if of that's cues. the case, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what you're describing sounds exactly like yeah, what you have I to was like doing. you have to learn where to shoot and how to disable these big giant beasts to be most effective because you're a little yeah. human taking on these like, like dinosaur sized things. Different tools that you unlock over mm-hmm. time that work better with yeah. others. Ex- exactly. I think it um, was for sure Monster Horizon Hunter saying was I like a that game. was a PSP game. That's where it gained its first, like, I would say was mostly popular on PSP because... Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Oh. The original original Monster Hunter games. A lot of 3DS releases, A lot, too. Of, lot of 3DS releases. Anything portable is where that game, like, really thrived mm-hmm. because of, how of like, how you play it. You jump into the world and you hunt a monster and you're done. My first one I ever played was actually a 3DS release. And it was cool for a little bit, but I'm like, these fucking menus are so tiny mm-hmm. because they're so dense. And they're yeah, like, there's so I, much to do. I didn't even have an XL at that point. I had the original launch 3DS, so yeah, the little yeah, blue yeah, screen. Yeah, and I I'm have just two. Like, I can't. So then I'm it's done. because of where it was 
popular and where it was released prior well, to before, World coming out. Before World, Monster Hunter World, the barrier to entry in those games were so high because of how deep they got. And the game doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't explain anything. Right. It doesn't tell you really anything in the beginning. So I, every time I picked up like the Generations games, which were like the portable ones, um, I would fight a monster for 30 minutes and fail and I don't know why I'd be failing because the game was like, oh, well, you didn't you didn't do the thing to kill the monster on on time. But Monster World, that's like none of that's there. Like you, it's very much communicating with you at all times. It gives you all the tools necessary, and it, the barrier to entry, I, I feel, is a lot easier. It was aimed yeah. to get more people into the franchise. So you guys sure. are or 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 are not surprised that I didn't hear of a Monster World game monster hunter game until monster hunter world not surprised not surprised <laughs> yeah. not surprised at all because it didn't it wasn't on any major consoles never fucking heard of it mm-hmm. until monster hunter world was oh, it was it's and you guys were going ape shit over it and i was like what well is this game i didn't get it when it came it. out and i was like shit i this is a game i know i would like and it's, i hear how much except more accessible it is now are and you playing on the pc i'm playing on ps4 oh wow because dude. my friend wow. who's who's been really into it he's playing there and he can have me to do it I know you. I know you in that Destiny life right now, son. But I know. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm. Ne- I would never say no to hunting monsters. At this exact moment, I would hunt. I want to go home and hunt a monster. Right Trip. Now. You bought it on PS4. Yeah, I bought it when it came out. Yeah, uh, it was a delayed. You were playing with delayed PC release. Playing with Janie Cat. We would. Uh, we spent a lot of time hunting monsters. But yeah, then it kind of fell off. Yeah, I'm, big, sure, I'm sure it will. It's a big lull, but there's been a big resurgence right now. Like a lot of people are getting back into Iceborne's it. coming out, which is the expansion. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why. Which Ice, I have no interest in until I finish this Iceborne? game. Iceborne. Yeah, it's going to be an ice themed uh, fighting some snowy creatures. Snowy. Yeah, mm. the environments will be snowy. And let me tell you, on PS4, this game's gorgeous. This game is absolutely stunning. Even though I'm playing on like a, a launch PS4, man, you'll be stocking up on on animal furs. Yeah. For sure, um, a little lo- slow in the loading time, but that's the pains of going uh, back to console. Yeah, but uh, overall, my experience on it has been fine. You guys are fucking snobs. One complaint, hundred percent, hundred percent. If you ever start, <laughs> if you ever start, you will know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. I had this conversation and with my, my little that brother box today. A second look, I swear I'm, to God. I'm, I'm building a PC for my little brother. Oh, are you? And and I was like, we got to get you a high refresh rate monitor. I don't care if it's 1080p, like. Just get it at a high refresh rate, mm-hmm. and then you will never like playing games on your TV ever again. Because he's playing Breath of the Wild right now, thirty frames a second, sometimes dipping, you know. But if he sees that on PC, he's gonna. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're never gonna want to use your your big piece, your big screen. I know. Um, but how does it play on the PC? W- <laughs> one complaint of uh, Magic <laughs> um, Monster Hunter World is the story quests like the mainline story while it's really cool and interesting and the the cutscenes are amazing fucking a plus to those little cat people the little oh, cats yeah. Yeah. i love these cats felix you have to eat every time before you go out and hunt a monster and they do this really elaborate these like little kit these little ki- kitties you have like a companion that helps you in battle i thought and it was a, called a cat a palico they're called palicos oh palicos like, like a palico. they're little like a, cat people yeah. i knew it was like a pun like yeah. a play on words yeah type and these and there's like a there's like a palico chef and you go make me this food before before my hunt, and then he, there's like this cutscene that plays every time, and it's like these cats really intensely making food for you, and it's delicious looking, and you want to eat your and screen. Then, then you consume it just as aggressively and epically yeah. in the same cutscene. Everything's so exaggerated. All the mm-hmm. weapons are exaggerated. Everything. Um, but the my, palico cat, palicos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called palicos. My little palico. Um, you can dress up your own personal palico too. He's got his own armor and stuff. It's oh, cool. it's beautiful. Um. So they're almost like uh, pages mm-hmm. in the medieval night sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
so my complaint is with this is the story quest. If you and your friend are not at the same point of the story, then you can't play with each other. And not only that, unless you watch the cutscene as intended by that story quest, you cannot play with each other. Mm-hmm. And then if you haven't completed that quest and you manage to join his game while he's doing the same quest, you don't get the rewards. So the only everything is perfect multiplayer up into in, up until like you, I can do any mission with anyone. Optional investigations, which are a bunch of other missions you can mm-hmm. do. Um, but the story quest. Every you get stonewalled every time, you and then I go. Well, I guess I'm playing by myself for the next you're not thirty minutes because the exact of exact same yeah. point. Yeah, and you it's a shame. But if someone's like really far ahead of another person, they can just join your game, and, the, and both of you guys can reap the rewards. You're just joining their mm-hmm. an, an older mission of yours. Yeah. So, otherwise, this game is highly. I'm like obsessed with this game right now. I wanted to get into Dauntless. Like that was a game that I was like really trying to push to get yeah. into, but. This is it's, just this a is, better Dauntless. This is just a, this is just the the genre defining mon- hunting game, yeah. right? So. I mean, I feel like that's why Dauntless is being so successful. It's it's doing a lot of the same things Monster Hunter. It's free. Does, it's free to play, but it's free to play. So yeah, you, get, you get that itch to be scratched by people without you can't having afford to, to buy that monster. Hunter. It's like I'll it's like Dauntless. the Fort, It's Fuck like it. the Fortnite of the battle royale mode, right? Right? Because right. it's like you can just, it's good. It's just like, download it. It's very well done. Dauntless is it's clean. It plays well, but. If you want you the download full experience, no, I've watched a lot. Though. Oh, you watch? I've it. played it. I'll um, play a little bit. If you want that full catered, curated experience, I should say, hunting mm. monsters, you're not gonna uh, do better than Monster Hunter. You know, it's true. It's really good. Uh, anyway, so I've, I've been talking a lot. Um, the last game I'm, I would like to talk about, but I would like to hear your uh, thoughts, Felix, is my friend Pedro. Yes, which is just we played it. As I played it as well. I played like three or four levels of it. I haven't dove as deep as I wanted to. I did level one. That's it. Oh, you've just done level one? Yeah, I j- literally just played level one today. Oh, man. Well, I've, the, I've watched Lyric play a little bit of it. It's. I mean, it's a cool I'm game. I'm more watching them play this week, honestly. It, it is an awesome Matrix game. What, I, did you, what did you get on level one? What was your score? Oh, I don't remember. Like, don't like remember. B or C or something? I got a B. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They were great. They grade you after every, every level. Mm-hmm. But the game is essentially it's a side scroller. But your your character is like this highly agile. He's like he's a slow moving, highly agile hooded man. He, he's Neo from the Matrix. He's essentially yeah. And uh, actually, somebody said it best. What, are you playing a Deadpool game? It's he's very much it's Deadpool. very Deadpool. My sister yeah. was like, Deadpool. it looks like you're playing Deadpool. And I was like, you're talking to a banana the whole time. Yeah, like this banana's talking to you. I don't get the banana thing. It's just, a, just, I just, a, it's just the mascot that's that Pedro. They, they picked. That's, oh, that's pa- Pedro. That's, yeah, Pedro. His friend. that's his friend Pedro. Yes. Um, friend Pedro. But it's cool. Got like, it. Got like it, you, got, you get dual pistols, and like your dodge button is you just spinning around bullets. Like you, Your character mm-hmm. just spins, and you can just fire while dodging. So you just fire aimlessly at it. You're jumping off of walls and rolling, and you can trigger your bullet time mode, and everything slows down. I, you, you can pick a point on one enemy, and then and then it frees up your other hand. So you can just be like locking on this guy, and you're just moving your gun uh, around. Interesting. And I didn't know you could do that. Do like separate targets. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I, he separate, separates his hands, and he just does, think, it's just all crazy. Yeah. I think as you go forward into the game, what's going to make it interesting is how the levels change. Mm-hmm. I don't think your character changes throughout it. I don't think your character gets a different gun. Or upgrades, or, or upgrades. it doesn't look like it. No, any of that. I think what it is is the levels probably seed. That's my guess. Mm. They randomly generate. I don't know. I haven't gone through a second playthrough, so maybe they don't even seed. But, yeah, I mean, I'm very. But early. I think as you go from level to level to level, 
how you can reflect bullets and how you can kill enemies, ultimately the kills are going to get more interesting and creative. And that's what's going to make it a fun game. Yeah. But I don't think the game is, like if you're into games where you get new weapons and what changes all the time is your character, this is not going to be your, your game. Because no. the, the the character I don't think is ever going to change. It looked like a um, it's all about style. A different perspective on something like Hotline Miami, where you have a level. It's violent as fuck. You have like a group that, of yeah. people, and you need to figure out how to take them out without them killing you. And it's very stylistic. Yeah, and you can like stare at like the situation you're going into and go, okay, if I shoot off of this wall thing and mm-hmm. reflect off of this, like I saw, I never got to this level, but I saw somebody shooting off of a. They threw up a pan. Mm-mm. That was like mm-hmm. rotating in the air, went in slow mo, and then shot bullets at the pan and they that reflected off. and killed a guy above them. Nice, yeah. You know, so it was like stuff like that, and you just have to kind of figure that out. And I noticed when I was playing it that if I did more of the slow mo with creative kills, I got superlatives like a reward of this many points for. Mm-hmm. Doing a blind shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, it'll like flash on screen too. Like, oh, you did a blind shot, awesome, like style kill. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it does that. And that like, all adds up into your like level score at the end, right? Yeah, yeah it seems like it. Yeah, yeah. So it got it. it it's pretty cool. Um, I think for me, it's just going to be like a couch co op, not like play it very often type game. Yeah, it seems very like short, um, like shorter play sessions. You go in, yeah. do a couple levels. Get that, it's get like that, it's uh, very much like the, rush and then be on to something mm, else. It's very much like the other Devolver game that I'm that I do that with, which is Ape Out. Ape, nice, you know, Ape Out is you're an ape that breaks out. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> it's literally in the title, folks. Yeah, Ape, ape Out. out. You, you're a, the ape. It's above you. The ape breaks out. It's bloody, bloody mess. You kill oh everybody. My God, dude. Every level seeds randomly. <laughs> um, if I can, I talk about one more game real quick. Sure, dude. I'm sorry. This is my last one. I promise. Yeah. So I also got it's fine. No, you're, 30 you're, minutes into the episode. 30, it's fine. Oh, shit, I'm we, sorry, guys. We demand you. <laughs> we demand that you're you good. never talk games on a gaming podcast. <laughs> All right, but it's one more, and I'll keep it real quick. Um, Cadence of Hyrule came out this oh, past yeah, week. Yeah, it did. So and and Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is the original game, was four dollars on Switch. So I was like, hell yeah, let me do this. So you scooped. Uh, the original Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Crypt of the Necro Dancer up. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, Cadence is like 25 bucks. And I'm like, let me see if I'm going to like this style of game right. first. What, right. are, what are these games? So it's a dungeon crawling roguelike rhythm game, if that makes sense. It's, no. <laughs> so it's it's like a it's like a 2D pixel dungeon game and, and you move you move on tiles, right? Like an old school dungeon game, like really old school, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'll try and bring up a vi- I'll try and bring up a video. No, the, you don't have to. It's the easiest way to, to show it off. Okay. But well, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's a grid where you move on, but you have to move in time to the music. You have to move to the music, attack Wild. to the music, all that kind of stuff. And there's like a you know very like rhythmic beats and things that happen. And that's how you attack. Yeah. yeah, and you're and you're like literally going to the beat of uh, of these 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 this awesome soundtrack and it is really the soundtracks are very good it's a really like baller like I, I'm gonna play it without the soundtrack just so you can see the video but it's pretty much um boop. like you're on a 2d grid sorry this is bad for audio oh come on show me I like the here. art so far yeah it's good I'm just we're just seeing show. there we go yeah. so like you're and then like when you get combos like the floor lights up like a disco looks like gauntlet Oh yeah, for sure. And all the all the monsters are moving to the beat as well, and so like you have to, you know, move in time with them and figure out how to like dance it's around called, them. Oh, it's called Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Interesting. 
and it's fun. It's really hard though. It's a roguelike because you die all the time and you get thrown back to the beginning. So you got to get better items, kind of like in Dead Cells. Like you'll get upgrades that you'll find in the, in the world. Levels seed. Yes, they're all, right. all seeded. This is definitely a very random game. Cool. Um, but you're hopping to the beat, and I recommend if you guys like on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you got, just check out the soundtrack for the Cadence of Hyrule and. Um, this game because they're out of control how cool they are yeah if anyone um, out there listening is a fan of zelda music what they've done with the, the zelda music so the four K- cadence of hyrule is pretty amazing cadence of hyrule is nintendo's version of that the developer gave them the him the license to use essentially and it's like it's like a love letter to zelda games through music is essentially what the new one is and it does it revisits like old locations and and it it's cool mm-hmm. the, the cadence of, of hyrule yeah. um but I, I'm I'm gonna beat. It's this such one a weird first. mashup when they announced it, but it seems to be working oh really well. When you when they first like drop that beat yeah. of the Zelda song, I, I mean, was what like, I was seeing yeah. there visually for a live, you know, like an on stream, that's a very streamable game. It is, oh yeah, yeah. especially with how like uh, learnable and repetitive and like uh, trainable it is to a broadcaster. You know, like it'll be fun to watch someone overcome these challenges and learn and grow and. And the music is, is sick, too. You don't, you don't have to play any Spotify. You just listen no, to the No, you just listen to game. that. Yeah, because it's awesome. Very All right, I'm done, guys. That's good. That's it. Um, I haven't been doing much this week. Uh, it is Iron Banner and Destiny. We all know I play Destiny. Are you, are um, you winning the Iron Banner? It's, I kinda, it's kinda, kinda sucks because, like, uh, a certain of, exotic Lord called Lord of Wolves mm-hmm. is, uh, is broken right now in PvP. Uh, it's a shotgun that fires like I a pulse that rifle. Shoddy. And um, it just can, like, literally map you. With a with a burst attack, so they're they're gonna fix that at some point, uh, but they said not this week. So rip on that. So, but everyone is playing Iron Banner because it can drop a specific grenade launcher that, with tests, is now the highest DPS gun for boss for single boss targets in like raids and stuff. So now everyone's just going. So everyone for this. is grinding for a very specific. Is perk. it just a purple random gun you get? It's yeah. It's called the Swarm of the Raven. It's a grenade launcher. Specific role too. You need well. You need one perk. There are there's a, the best role possible, right? But the only thing you really need is a uh, spike grenades. Spike grenades don't explode as much, but they have a lot of impact damage. So you're 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 thinking about it like I'm shooting one guy's face for a long time, and I need just something that's going to make that impact the highest. So everyone wants a swarm of the Raven with spike grenades. I've gotten two of them to drop. Neither had spike. Um, someone in our in our group that hangs out and plays a lot of Destiny, Puck Puck's gaming. He uh, he got the God roll. First time he got perks that like give you more reserves. He got perks that increase your damage. Like he's got he's got the swarm of the raven. Um, I was just, I mean everyone is hunting this thing. And I was on Twitter just reading people's experiences with it, and no one is having a good time. Still locked guns, these guns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pucks doesn't delete that. No, he's got it locked for sure. Yeah, but uh, I think I was reading about um, uh, Chevy is a redeem member, so he does like speed runs and challenges and stuff. Uh, it took him fifteen different drops of this gun. To finally get spike grenades, I think he said he played about 180 games Jesus. over the past couple of days, and he was not happy with this because he's, he's he's a PVE centric player, right? But he, but to compete in PVE, you essentially need this this grenade launcher if you want to do challenges. Yeah, and and for stuff, so. people out there who do not play Destiny, the Iron Banner is a exclusive uh, Crucible event, and Crucible's PVP. It's competitive. So with someone other who's real players, PVE yeah. focused has to go and essentially play other players for many hours. Yep. To get a random drop that may not even have the perks you need on the gun. So. I played a lot of Iron Banner when I back in the day and I enjoyed the times when it came around because you could do like massive damage to players that you normally couldn't do. Right, because level mattered 
level matter in yeah. Iron Banner where it doesn't in regular. Everything is normalized in regular. Crucible. Everything's normalized in regular PvP, and then in Iron Banner, if you had like better gear, you could you know merc people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other fun thing that I played, I was visiting a friend in uh, Cape May. Uh, she's been back from uh, Texas where she lives and was at a house with a bunch of her friends. And I came down to visit and uh, we played I was across the ferry from you this oh, weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. why I just I drove right right over here. Yeah, I was near I was near Lewis, Delaware. Oh, nice. It was a great I mean, great getaway weekend. Yep. But me and a couple of her friends played this game on the switch called Towerfall. Mm, I've heard of that game. Yeah, I've and heard of that I too. I have never heard of this until last night. And this game is fun as shit. Towerfall. That was the is, debut on the Ouya. Is, a, is that the Ouya game? The what? Was that the Ouya game? I have no idea. There was a, you know what Ouya is? No. Ouya was an Android console that got kickstarted like, I don't know, like seven years ago. And it was supposed to like kill console gaming because you could have like all these crazy games. Android based. It was yeah, like an Android yeah. based, Linux based, I've whatever. I've never heard of this thing. Um, it failed miserably. Yeah. There's, like, a cool doc- I, there's a cool documentary I recommend <laughs> you anyone check out. Like, just just look, for a, look for the Ouya documentary. But... Um, yeah, Terrafall, I think, was like a launch game on that wow, system. that's crazy. And then, obviously, it But yeah, it's it, on the it Switch. Migrated. It works really well on the Switch. It's uh, up to six people, and you're all playing each other on different maps and different courses. It's a, a 16-bit, you know, style uh, battle game, essentially. And it's side-scrolling, and you do, like, two things. You jump, and you shoot a bow and arrow. Oh, trap. Uh, not trap. Neo. No, 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 no. I can't remember if it was Travers. Oh. I think it was Snacks. Snacks has it on his PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. and he brought it over. It's really fun. Me and him played it. They're, yeah. they're very quick games. Uh, I think you play up to, like, whoever has the, has the first of 10 kills is, like, the winner of that game. But you'll play, like, rounds and rounds and rounds until that happens. And you're on your map. Uh, it's almost like Pac-Man in the sense that if you run to the right, you'll reappear to the left yep. going through, oh, like, cool. an opening. And same top to bottom. Uh, if you step on someone's head, if you jump on them, like Mario jumping on a Goomba, you will kill them. So that's also a strat, too, to like drop through a hole in the floor, appear on the ceiling, come down on drop them head. on the head, that kind of thing. It's a cool strategy, um, yeah. There yeah, are, we, we there play are power-ups. on my stream. I definitely remember. Um, you can like find upgrades to your bow, like uh, a drill arrow that will go through walls, or like a bramble arrow that shoots vines, and then like just lays all these vines on a platform, which sucks because you end up killing yourself half the time. Uh, you can find shield upgrades. You can uh, just pick up your arrows after you shoot them. So there are some really crazy moments that end up happening because people are like, you're hiding and you're trying to like get the shot on someone, but then you run into arrows and you have to like go and run pick up arrows and it's like this real quick, explosive kind of combat. And the round's over in like maybe ten seconds, and then you start again. I could see a lot it of just, like like jumping and yelling, going, "Oh yeah, yeah!" yeah there so is just close. The, there's so there the moments are, that are potentially. Uh, able to happen are so cool and they always slow-mo the final death of the round so you can like replay what just happened and like watch that crazy sick arrow snipe you just had and then you'll go back and, and do it again we played like i'm not kidding 20 games of this maybe because it was so rinse and repeatable it felt like eating potato chips in video game form like it was just so <laughs> like fulfilling and entertaining and uh exciting so i was very impressed i'm gonna be picking it up for sure because i need to have that game accessible yeah i think that's one of those games that's like on every console now too it's fun, man. It felt crisp too, because games like that have the potential to like. It's like sixteen not bit, feel right? Good, you know, it's like but a sixteen like, bit game. It is, yeah. yeah. But like, it felt good. Like the jumping felt good, the shooting felt good, the controls were tight, which is important when you're when you're having those like quick battle moments. Yeah, they, I've seen people play it. It looks like a fun ass yeah, time. It's it's really good, well designed. Good party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are like secret characters that may show up in your level, 
So if you end up killing them, you'll unlock another playable person. But if you miss them, you'll just have to play the level again and hope they show up. There's like little secrets and, and little nu- hidden nuggets in there. That's awesome. It was fun. I wasn't expecting to find a cool new game this weekend, but it found me. Yeah, that's a good game. I definitely played it with. I believe it was Snacks. Yeah. could have been. It could have been Trab, though. I can't remember. It's the good. But yeah, do we have anything else to Felix? catch up with? Do you have, do you have stuff? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so I played Ashen. So what, what's, what is this game? Uh, I th- Tell me about it. I don't know. What is it? I, uh, I, download- says, I don't know. Well, I have the game pass. Mm-hmm. Now there's a ton of games. Ashen looked, seemed interesting. It was described, I believe, as an open world um, sword combat game. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. It had a pretty neat looking art style when it was um, not in motion. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then, so I downloaded it. And then, I don't know. I, I, I thought I'd try something interesting. I'm so glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> you not Thank like you, it? Game Pass. Yeah, it was trash. Like it really, so what, really. The, the, what is what is this game? The characters. So all the characters are faceless. So okay. in the art style, it's like this weird faceless art style. And the ashes. It looks like, like those IKEA dolls, but in clothing. The ashen, like the, the, the poseable, poseable art, things, like yeah. dolls. Yeah. All right. So the ashen is like some kind of bird, and like. Your Ashen has either infected the world or it's keeping the world alive or something along those lines. I come into the game and I'm standing by a fire. I got to create a character real quick. Um, it's like Dark Souls? I don't know. I didn't get that far into it because the minute the character started running, I was like... This You're like, is, nope, I'm out. This is janky. I hate this animation. I don't like what this looks so like. So you just purely based on the visuals... How the, you were out on the, the game. character ran and how the character moved, it didn't seem fluid to me. I'm trying to see what, I'm trying to see some combat. I think you're underselling this game, Felix. I mean, it looks like pretty stylistic and right. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the art style. Yeah, but I didn't like it. Like <laughs> fighting fight giant, fighting giant the first monsters. Five minutes of playing it, I'm sure it's wonderful. It's people love it. Yeah, it has that as well. well that's the magic of video games. We, you may not like everything. Someone else. I know your 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 schedules, our schedules conflict, but I would, I have Game Pass as well. I could I could try this game. I wonder if you could play with each other. Probably. It says multiplayer. My guess is that's, that looks good. That's you and I going. We're with looking each at the other. launch trailer right now for Ash. Yeah. yeah, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know. Try it. If you have Game Pass, it's there. You can download it. But I already deleted it from my console. <laughs> You're like, nope. Nah, I didn't like it, man. I just huh. didn't Games didn't game jive play. with it. It's not their fault. It's not. Sure it's not. It's not for everybody. You know? Sure, there's people. In oh, this plays a lot like Dark. This is definitely Dark Souls. It's, is it like it, a a rip of Dark Souls? Kind. I mean, a lot of games are doing this. It's kind of. It's like heavy movement. You, you gotta. It's all about dodging and rolling and blocking and. Yeah, probably. I didn't even get to the point where I yeah, pulled out you a sword. Sprint. It's a little okay. Well, you've done Bloodborne, Felix. Yeah, I love Bloodborne. Like, this didn't feel like the way that. the character's plodding along, it kind of looks like a Dark Souls type, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of I don't know. Mm-hmm. You see that walking the character's doing? I just like fucking hate it. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it I see fine. it, it doesn't bother me well, as much just, as it bothers you. Got stamina you. bar, yeah, didn't feel good to me. I don't know. Well, well, that's, damn, that's that's One what minute. it comes down to, though, man. That's the way yeah. the news goes, that's the way the cookie maybe crumbles. I should give it a, more time, but there's. I'm so much like, more preoccupied. Don't have to. Don't don't feel like you have to just because we're like you're oh, not we obligated think we might to like do this. anything. Yeah. Well, I popped. I popped before I went away for the weekend. This was on 
Friday evening, I guess. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I popped in Ashen. I played All it right. for 10 minutes. Noped out. And then I was noped out of it, deleted it from my console, and said, okay, I'll play some more <laughs> Fallout 76. Hard fuck you to that How game. is Fallout 76 so going? Here, 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 here's something I want to call back to your Monster Hunter World problem. Yeah, what's that up? That does not exist in Fallout 76. Your Monster Hunter World problem, everything's great, but... This, yeah. Redescribe it. It was... It was the campaign you can't play with your friends. I can't play with my friends because I got too high in level or they're too high in level. I can't play with them because they're too high in level. I need to reiterate mm. again on the stream that Fallout 76 does that aspect, that problem with many multiplayer games way better than other games. Because, once again, I've demonstrated on numerous occasions that... A higher level character can 100% play with a lower level character, and it's it's better that you do to give them things, to give them parts of the world, to mm. offer them plans, offer them bullets. So I had a kid. Um, he described himself as a 14-year-old and sounded like it. <laughs> Join my stream, mm-hmm. you know, and he came in and he just started playing Fallout. He was like, can you help me? And, uh, you know, at first you're like, oh, is this person faking it out? He knew what Discord was. He was competent. You know, like, bare minimum, you're you're through the door of playing live with Felix Hergood if you can just get Discord working. Right. <laughs> yeah. He downloaded. Yeah. He didn't, the barrier to entry is not as high as you believe. He didn't really, like, have questions about it. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll download Discord. I'm good. Downloaded it. Set it up. Was immediately in game. But he was he came in at level five. And I'm level, like, 25. Yeah, so he had story missions. Uh, to I immediately do. there is a limitation in the world. I said, "Kid, I don't recommend." Like I'm Indiana Jones hey, and he's short round. Yeah, and I'm basically, <laughs> kid, I don't recommend you come into my my part of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm in a much higher level area. If you come in here, you'll die. Right, but I I can fast travel back to you whenever you want and give you materials. So we played, and that's what it ended up being. He'd be like. Hey, Mr. Felix, can I get some... Uh, Mr. Stock, Mr. Stock. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd, he'd, oh Mr. Felix, can I get some... Uh, uh, I need four springs to craft this thing. My I mom think, says I shouldn't talk to strangers, but Mr. Felix, can I get some materials? No, he was, he was like crafting um, his first like workbench, and he was crafting yeah, yeah. like his first uh, wooden hut that he's going to sleep his character My baby in. boy's all grown up. And I basically... <laughs> the, the cool thing is, is when Mr. you're... Mr. Internet man that I don't know, are you proud of me? When you're in a squad, yeah. you can fast travel to each other free of charge. Oh, so his cool. camp was set up, and all I had to do to go back and visit him when I'm in the middle of doing my own questing was jump back, fast travel, drop off the materials, drop them on the ground. He picked them up. He's ready to go, you know? Boom. like. And I'm because I've been crafting so hard. Thanks like to I you, have, Felix. That kid had a really good experience. Yeah, he had someone who was like, "Oh, this guy's helping me. What a guy!" Right. And, uh, then, and then they're going to tell his friends. He's yeah. going to tell his friends about how. But don't he, you agree? He me played a, this game and he, he had a fun time because someone helped. I him. want you to hold that thought because I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, it's totally I, a thing. Yeah, after, it's totally I, a thing. I, I want to dive into that a little bit. Don't like, you agree, Neo? That that's kind of the general experience you had before the all all the fuck around that happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course you had this... Okay, so Fall 76 comes out, you have that big surge of people coming in, and then as shit But when shit you happened, were playing with friends... Those guys leave, but yeah. now you have the re- the people who want to enjoy the game is still there, right? Yeah. They still want to be able to have fun. Anthem too, for sure. Anthem as well. You have the people... All, all the fuckery has happened, right? Now, people are... Uh, the waters have receded. And you have what you have left. The strainer has strained out all the strained out all the people who garbage. the wallet has had received. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, know it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. 
How? <laughs> I, but yeah, I, you have those the, the people who want to enjoy themselves, Felix, I, I, and you're you're totally experiencing that. I looked online. Awesome. What do you guys? I don't even know, but because I, I couldn't find it. But what do you guys think? I can't even. I don't even. I can't even hazard a guess on how many people are still playing that game. Which because the servers I have are, no the way servers even are so limited. A number for you, I have right? No way. There's always active people what in game? the servers. What, what game? Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't even hazard a guess, but the servers are always active. Oh, it's, but, I don't know. But, Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Regardless, I had somebody... If it was on Steam, we could look at the numbers, but... No, it doesn't matter. I had somebody... I put a comment uh, when I went live or whatever. You know, I'm playing Fallout today. This was like last week, one of my streams from last week. And finally, yeah. somebody on Facebook commented on it. And they threw up a little hyperbole. They said, oh, I'd love to play it to be like the hundredth person playing it currently sure like making a joke this hyperbole joke that dead like, game like the, the, the dead, dead game dead game it's fucking dead yeah. game um and i had to tell him i was like i'm not, i'm i know you're joking around it's a hyperbole but i i'm just gonna be honest with you dude i'm playing in there all the time on xbox and other and constantly people it doesn't seem like a dead game it's very active there's lots of people in there that I'm seeing in the world. Now, each session that you're in is you're. They're going to group you with up to sixteen people in, in a world. I think, I think that's it is. what it is. Yeah. So you're always. They're always going to try and consolidate like as many players. Whatever into, they as have. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So it's really hard to tell just from playing. Because so you're always going to look active. Your worlds are always going to look active by Fallout seventy six standards. Right. Sixteen. So players. going along the lines of the exact same thing I'm talking about the the encouragement of friends who know each other or even in my case random for stranger strangers online, yeah. right like going with this concept of players helping players how whatever uh fucking todd howard said you people are surprisingly nice to each other yes or whatever he said they noticed that, that we gave you the tools to kill each other and surprisingly you guys are trying to survive right. yeah and you're you're being friends um i think i already talked about it on the last podcast that you know, I played the BR and it's not really that good. And, and of course, the other game mode, the survival mode, where players can kill each other, is just a nightmare. There's with no permadeath? Pro- yeah. With no, with like, and anybody can kill anybody. Oh. You're no, lim- you're not limited on the PvP aspect of the game. God, when it. you're in survival mode, I won't go in there. I got killed by a level one thirty character over and over. All again. the tryhards are in that mode. All the tryhards are in there, but. Yeah. What I was in in the vein of helping each other out, the newest feature that I dug into a lot this week that I am obsessed with is player vendor mode. So, right, I heard this is a very popular thing. Yeah. There was not an answer for where to put the caps. I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. There was not an answer on where to put the ammo. The ammo's the problem. The, the world just keeps bleeding ammo. Mm-hmm. Ammo's everywhere. You kill things, super mutant, you get 12, 38 rounds. You get. 45, you know, whatever rounds, okay? You couldn't sell them because that would create its own problem because if you went to the... The vendors would always be empty of caps if all the players in the world could sell... So you have a problem where you need to give your players ammo. So the game's problem is players need ammo to shoot guns, right? And we can't make it an economy. We can't throw it into the economy because then the well, players no. will make too much money because we're right. We're, we are spoon feeding ammo out because we, because as a game, we need to do that for right. you. Right. And you can't break it down because that, that would also create a giant influx of players with materials, endless materials, 
because you'd be breaking down all this ammo and getting it's funny this wh- is whatever this is never a problem fallout the fallout games needed to solve right. this is completely new territory for a fallout game which is why which is honestly why 76 is so interesting because they're taking it what was a single player game and they're trying to apply these like multiplayer mechanics to it and it's like it's like an ex- it's a weird experiment it's, it's you know very weird uh, keep keep going, Felix. I want I want to hear what else so, how they're doing. This. So when the game first came out, you you had your inventory and you had your stash, and everyone yeah. just put the extra bullets in the stash. You could drop them on the ground if you had another player to drop them with. But if you're just doing this solo and single player, as I've played it for most of my experience, often I would just have to drop them on the fucking ground and let someone pick them up in the server at some point because I was getting so many bullets and I had nothing to. Sh- all the guns that you're not using, you get this ammo and you're just like, what the fuck do I do with it? You put it in your stash and that's what's going to end up happening. It's going to fill up. And when it first came out, the stash had 300 pound weight limit. It was painful. But you filled up real quick. Uh, I remember yeah. that was that was an issue. The, then yeah. it patched to 600. And then there was a further patch that I wasn't there for when I wasn't playing the game that took it to 800. So now the stash is at 800 pound weight limit. And, and it's I, still not enough. I think... At least on the junk side, when you junk your scrap or whatever, I think the weight like distribution is much lower for junk now. Because when you junk shit, you're kind of just endlessly junking. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there's a lot of I've been I've been able to like keep a lot of junk amazingly. But anyway, getting to my point, they were like, okay, I think players need a way to answer this bullet thing. And what they did was they came out with player vending. So you can craft in your camp a vending machine, four total, each with 30 slots. And the slots are slots where you decide what item's in it, and you pick the pricing. So I had to go in and really like evaluate YouTube videos of people who have figured out how to set pricing. And I think I've figured it out. I'm starting to turn a profit, meaning people are coming in there and you go. buying stuff in my store. Can I, can I ask some questions? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, when you put a player vending machine down, does it like mark the world? Yes. So, you show up on the map. Okay. So it's You're like, now oh, a fast travelable space. A ju- Ooh, okay. That's interesting. So they fast travel to you. And people have fucked with people on this. Like I fast traveled to this one guy's place and I'm trapped in his basement. <laughs> like he had no doors I couldn't get out he, it he, was right oh, over wow. the spawn point he knew exactly where the spawn point was That's and then I walked really up funny. yo I walked <laughs> up really not even kidding I walked up a, a, a set of stairs and, and it said welcome home as wow. if you're never leaving yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> I mean obviously I could I fast that. travel right out of there no problem That's fantastic. but I couldn't I had fast traveled to his point his spawn point so I could walk faster to like an area that I needed to get yeah, to yeah yeah and, and I did Check his store out. You weren't even going to engage. Really. I wasn't even going to buy anything yeah. from his store, and I was like, "Oh well, while I'm here, I guess I got to buy." <laughs> so, so I bought like a plan in, or like, something. What the fuck? And then I fast traveled out. But it was just like, yeah, it, people are getting creative with that. But that's funny. But yeah, you show up when you power it up, and it, it it's like three power, which is the a basic generator. It's three power to generate to make it powered up. Mm-hmm. So you connect the generator to it, you're good to go. So I have three in my uh, made a little hut for it. I can plant the hut with my camp separately. It's a blueprint that's separate. Mm-hmm. So I plant it down. Whenever I move to a new place, I plant down my main crafting area, like which is like almost like a little thing I made with a staircase and whatever. And then I plant the the that separately somewhere else within a brief range, mm-hmm. you know, not within the camp area. So I plant those down. And then people can fast travel to me 
and they have been. Um, but I immediately went in and priced everything too high. Mm-hmm. I figured mm-hmm. out a couple things. One main thing. Undercut the other vendors. All ballistic bullets need to be priced zero. You don't. There's so many in the world. Everyone right. could get them everywhere. There's no point in pricing those. You so don't even put them in the shop. No. Don't, because the players that are looking for them are low level and have no caps anyway. Mm-hmm. So you put those in for free. You'd give them away free. You'd drop them on the ground anyway. You'd give them to your friends. So fuck it. Give them the first taste Keep them for zero. Free. Keep them zero. And that first taste is right because the other bullets, all other ammunition, this includes like even mini nukes, you make them one. One, one per, per ammunition. In doing that, I immediately saw like people buying stuff. They'll come in, they'll get some of the free ammunition, then they'll immediately buy stuff and pay for it. Mm-hmm. That is pretty clever. And you can be anywhere on the map when your transactions happen. So literally, you'll be like getting caps when you're killing stuff, and basically, you'll see up in the upper left hand corner, "Chiching, you just made money." Chiching. Does it you say just made like money. someone bought from your shop? Yeah, Does it, say it that? gives okay. me their name, says what they bought. You know, it flashes up there real quick, like like a. Is a, there a vending log? Uh, that it could be on PC because you got to keep player. You got to. I mean, I was gonna say you got to keep player spending tracked, mm-hmm. but. That, so, yeah, that pretty much. You gotta that, know what worked. You gotta, that, you gotta know what uh, what that, you're doing. That there isn't in the actual vending machine, but that could be an extra benefit on PC, the PC version. That's all I can figure. Um, but uh, I really like the feature. Um, they take ten uh, percent the money. Uh, Bethesda takes ten percent off the top of your transactions um, in order to battle the inflation problem that will ultimately result from this. So they take ten percent from everyone just so inflation doesn't happen and the world isn't like flooded with caps so which is mm. fine i'm i'm fine with that mm-hmm. if that's tom how you're Nook, gonna, tom nooks in 76 if, now if that's how you're yeah. gonna battle your inflation problem by t- taking fake money and making it go away fake then fuck it <laughs> we'll do it uh, but yeah I, I dug in man i really love that feature i think it's outstanding um it makes the playing of fallout 76 like especially the inventory management so much more appealing because you don't. And and by the way, this stuff still takes up space in your stash until it's sold. Got it. So you do want to make money at at this. You do want people to buy shit because when they buy it, it leaves your inventory, you know? So, and, and there's something to be said about where you position your store on the map. Like a lot of people position, they call them supermarket stores. They're really well done. They look like giant, they give they make good it look like a market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These supermarket stores have been built are pretty much around um, the White Spring Hotel, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, or White Spring Resort, which is a big hot area for doing it because a lot of there's already a resort there that has a lot of stuff uh, uh, vendors you can sell to, and then. But they they recommend that you if you're just coming, you're just starting, and you're not. Do, you know, you're not trying to be a supermarket store. You're trying to unload shit. I put myself like kind of in the middle of nowhere and kind of in the area where new players have just come in, mm-hmm. um, you know, or a little bit off from that. You know, people have scavenged in the world a little bit and then they go, oh, there's this vendor guy. He's real close. I'll see if he's got any free bullets or whatever. And people have been coming in. It's Felix, great. Felix has free bullets. Nice. Yeah, it's hot. Visit his shop. The only thing I have to do now is I have to unlock blueprints for like light plans to like uh, put up signs. 
Because oh, I don't yeah. have any yeah. of that. I just have these. Advertise for your own I have stuff. these shitty stencil signs that say ammo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. that's all you I You really can like have. totally craft your own signs though, right? You can like. When I find the plans. Oh, I don't got have it. them yet. Got it. They're not things that you can buy for like their, their in-game like real world currency, you know? The atoms that they have. Right. You right. find These the... are things you have to find in the world, but who can you buy them from? Players. Players. Of course. In fact, some of the more quest-related uh, plans, like the Stimpak plan is a quest you have to do. You don't get that Stimpak access to that Stimpak plan until you play the full quest. Players are selling that. You can right. just go in, get the plan, and buy it. There are players who have set it like a third of the price. You can just come in, buy the Stimpak plan. You don't have to play that quest to get the Stimpak plan. It's pretty smart. So man. one of the first things I do when I enter the world is I fast travel to all the player vendors and see what they're selling. It's great. I'm I'm giving back to them, you know. Right. I'm not just selling. I'm, you know, buying. Right. As well. You're seeing what else would help you. Yeah, because there's shit that I can find. It's just making the game so much more enjoyable. So, anyway, nice. I'm done on that. I'm glad to see Fall yeah. 76 is coming along. I mean, I this am. is this is a powerful feature. There's something. There is something to a multiplayer Fallout. There really is something. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of growing pains, but it seems like they're at least on a better foot than they were. Then launch. People yeah. are having fun with it. You know. I think it's it's important what you said. I had um, one really basic retort. You said you can never get through Fallout 4. I figured out why. I know why. He knows why. Why? Why? (laughs) Okay. It's the the settlement system. It's not. Oh, my God. It was for me. That's boring as fuck. I I really like the settlement system. It's (laughs) No, no, no. But it's implemented better in 76. All the mechanics are still there for that Mm -hmm. related to the camp. Yeah. But now it's not. I got distracted for two hours, like working on a building that just goes vertical into the sky. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a non-issue. I just, there's something about the game in general. And it wasn't because you got stuck in Sanctuary just crafting? No. Okay, cool. That, that yeah. was my guess that I hazard. Yeah. Oh, he probably got just stuck in Sanctuary mm-hmm. and couldn't get out of there. No, I had a great time doing that. Yeah, there's a lot I think of fun it's, it's interesting what you said, Neo, when, uh, when Felix started talking about this, where... He's playing with someone random on the internet, and Go ahead. this yeah. kid is not necessarily tuned in to all the the negative press telling him what to think about this game. No. He's he, just playing a video game, and he just had a great day with Felix Hergood, playing, giving him a bunch of shit. So people's experiences in these worlds, like it, it could be totally different two than characters. It's, what it's we totally, think it is. It totally you know? molds how you view the media, like the medium you're playing, yeah. right? And like people will often have bad times because fucking some kid in Call of Duty called me, called my mama, you know, the C word or whatever, right? That's like a common, a very common joke. It's a meme now, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that we've all experienced. But when you see people go, oh, I was playing Minecraft the other day and I found someone in this random on, like random Minecraft world and we built a thing together. Right. Like those are like experiences that people are mostly... I, you remember those experiences. Oh, you, for those sure. are those are the ones you carry with you, and you go, "Wow, I really like Minecraft. I really like Fallout seventy six because today I did this in it, and these people that I met in it happened, like mm-hmm. you know, made it a better time." So good, good on you, Felix, you, for being that person. You know me. I fucking for the most part hate like trolling people. No, I hate multiplayer because of trolls. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And and most games like contribute to that. They don't like try and figure out a way to make it so that people aren't doing that. Right. You know, and I, I really think Bethesda has got the fucking shaft because they're making an attempt 
to make that work. Like an actual shared world. Yeah, where people are You can build homes that. and storefronts and, because it's goddamn yeah. harsh, man. That Fallout world that they've created is a pain in the dick. Yeah. It's Dude, a, it's mean, like a social experiment. They mean, set up they set up a bunch of obstacles for players and giving them the tools like, to either What are they going to do? They can either help each other or steal mm-hmm. from each other, right? They can do either thing. The yep. only thing they didn't do was tell us the borderline the actual lines in the sand where the level changes for the enemies change. Got and it. I found a map. I was given a map from David Cable. A guy is it, is I play it, with is all it like time. a heat map? Of he found like it levels. online. Yeah. It shows you in this area, your, your enemy levels are going to be 1 to 15. In this area, and there's this area in the middle of the map that goes from all the way to the north, all the way to the south, called the Savage Divide, where the, the, the balance between enemies is 15 to 99. <laughs> and me and Diamond Jab the other no day at level 20 went yeah. into that area to do quests because your quests take you there. Mm-hmm. And we were fighting level 62, like irradiated zombies and getting our fucking ass handed to us. And we were doing it together and it was fucking outstanding. <laughs> like that was a good day. Yeah. I think he, he would agree with you. Like we had such a good time, even though we were getting our ass handed it to us, but we were doing it together. So. Right. That's the point. That's what matters. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'm, I'm done. Speaking of doing things together, I think and see uh, what we should cap our show off is just a, a little little bit of a uh, an update and a summary. If you guys don't know what was going on this weekend, it was the uh, the Guardian Con charity streaming marathon on mm-hmm. Twitch, and this is the fifth year that Guardian Con has been in existence. I'm proud um, of those dudes. A bunch of streamers that played Destiny back in the day. They uh, they started the year after. An impromptu bar meetup uh, to have a convention because they had enough people, enough interest. But also, like, since we have all these people and these influential streamers, let's let's use the combined power to uh, do some good in the world. And they raised five hundred thousand dollars that first year, and they just raised three point seven million this uh, this weekend. Holy shit! Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah, they've they've come a very long way, and all this money, all this charity. Uh, goes directly to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. That's a small um, house in Malibu. Yeah. Uh, it also funds St. Jude for a day. I think 2.7, 2.7 I think is the number, that will fund that hospital for one day. Literally all, all costs, That's salaries, insane. employees, uh, medicine, care for the children, power, like everything factored in, 2.7 is the number of what it costs to run that hospital. And so they've they've taken care of that multiple times now, which is which is pretty impressive and such an amazing uh, reason to be in this community and to show people that gaming is really a, a source for, uh, for positivity yeah. in the world. Um, yeah, it's dope. Um, you've got some numbers up here, Neo, where uh, Bungie had... So Bungie had their four-hour blocks, right? They go all weekend, 24 hours a day. Different streamers have four-hour sections where they raise money in their own blocks that contributes to the total. Um, Bungie had their own streaming block this year, Bungie the Destiny developer, and they had some developer commentary while they were doing uh, what they call Bungie Bounties, where they had developers playing in uh, the Crucible and Iron Banner, uh, and you could try to take them on and see if you can beat them at their own game. They had a, what, a $150,000 goal, and they hit 400000 in their four hours? Is that is that accurate? Uh, yeah, they hit it in the last minute, it looks yep. like. So $100,000 a minute, essentially. For uh for bungees and then Doctor Lupo was the final stream of this marathon, 
and Dr. Lupo is uh, a famous Fortnite streamer, but he started in Destiny. He was a Destiny player. Originally, that's oh, yeah. what he, that's what he yeah. was? All he, I mean, he, he knew Broman and Gathalian from just from jamming in Destiny, dude. He was a, oh, a wow. keyboard and mouse player in Destiny 1. So he was a little bit divisive because he would go into Crucible and just like shit on kids, of course. With keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. Like some hacks shit. Yep. Like with a, oh, wow. There's a video that I always love showing people who've never seen it. He, uh, he took a keyboard and mouse setup through a Zim. A Zim is the hardware that would allow it to interface with the consoles. He wired up one keyboard and one mouse to a Zim, but then split the signal to go to an Xbox and a PS4 together. Oh my God. So that his one input would be controlling two characters identically. And... <laughs> He went uh, into Destiny over the weekend and played Trials of Osiris, which was a super competitive PvP mode. You remember yeah. Trials, Felix? Yeah, um, I watched the video. Of three him doing losses, this. you would be out of the game entirely, and nine wins uh, if you never lost one. You got to go to the lighthouse. Did he go nine wins Mercury. on both consoles? He went flawless on both consoles with one keyboard and mouse, with one set controlling of two different characters. It's insane. He's nuts. But now I hate, he's I hate, wow. very famous Fortnite player, plays a ninja. He's, uh, he's just you know, shit tons of money, streaming, living the dream. Um, he raised $920,000, yeah. just under a million himself in his four-hour block, all going towards Guardian Con and St. Jude. That's absolutely proxy. fantastic. I'm like, glad. I saw he had some uh, anonymous donations of like, $20,000, $40,000, like one-time donations. Someone was just like, Here you here's go. a car for charity. For charity. It just, it's, it's incredible, and it makes it, me so proud to be part of this community. It's not very hard to set up the donation page of some company that you want to donate to and just do every stream as a donation, is it? No, I mean, well, there, you can I, write that I, off, I don't right? want to like go do this as like a tutorial because there's no, a lot no, of no. Uh, right. factors you, you have to... Um, kind of taken into consideration. Uh, so anyone out there is interested in, in doing charity for any reason, definitely reach out to your organization first and then uh, look out for services that can help with that. I think... But it's as simple as having a clickable, clip, clickable link that shows up in your chat. Not is that always, how people mostly do it? No, it's not always that simple. So yeah. that's why I, I don't want to say Got yes it. or no to that. There's, there's different varying degrees of difficulty depending on who you want to support. But there are platforms like, I believe, Tiltify, is good for that. Tiltify is already aligned with a lot of charities. Yeah. So if you if you want to support one, you can go check out that website and see if they are supported. And at that point, it would be as easy as a click. You would just have a hyperlink that would go okay. to the right spot. Cool, cool, great. Um, but it's you want to reach out because there is gray area with like yeah, taking you want to money yourself, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then redonating that money. In you terms have to of report like that to the government too. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little weird like that, but um, uh, it's it's an amazing cause if you do want to use your platform in any way to support charity that's awesome i'm really glad this is a thing um, it's only getting bigger every year and this will culminate in an actual uh actual convention i believe the second week of june or sorry second week of july oh you're uh, i thought you were telling us like like it's new information you're saying it's gonna this this year it's gonna culminate in the the actual yearly convention of guardian yep got yep. it I'm so no more dates. no more guardian gone no, what are you talking no, about? That, right. You're getting confused by what he was saying, too. I yeah. am. No, he's saying that this, 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 this round cap off of event is a, ends in an actual convention. Like in the all convention. Of these, these streams lead up to he's not talking about a physical different. in place. Got it. Okay. He's not, he's not talking about yeah. something different. He's talking yeah. about the Guardian Con we know every, every year yeah. will be the final like, conclusion to this, uh, this, this whole charity event. event. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and the next year it'll happen again. We're not like it's oh, not. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, cool. He's not telling yeah. us something. It's like, it's like yeah. make a wish. Make this a wish. Is, this is live Events. streaming, and then uh, July fifth and sixth in Florida, in Orlando, they're going to have because, the because actual in person convention. The people nice. who are streaming and, right now will be there mm-hmm. and won't be streaming while they're at right, writing. right, and that'll yeah. just be more more charity fundraising. And literally starting today is Summer Games Done Quick, which is their week long speed running marathon charity event for charity. Yeah. So. We're, we're good. We're good people out there. It's, it's such it's such positivity, man. I absolutely love it. Can I can I tangent tangent? Please. Can I tangent? Yeah. I was uh, out for dinner the other night mm-hmm. at a restaurant, and on the TVs at this bar, and the, the crowd was like an older crowd. You know, it was mm-hmm. like it was like you know, it was a bar crowd. Sure. On TV, they had NBC Sports up, and would you guess what sport that they had on Overwatch? No. But that's not a bad guess. This was when was this? What this day? was this was yesterday. Mini golf. No. no, though was, that is a show. There is a mini golf show. It was NBC Sports. I can't believe that. NBC. Sports. It was a sport. Like a. I'm going to tell you what it is because you're never going to guess this. I want to know. It is a video. Is esports mm-hmm. right? It's an esport game, but professional coverage of NHL 19. Nice. Really. Yes. That's fucking great. So it was like literally, a, it was, a, it, and it was very seriously taken. They were talking about the players and their history and how many matches they played up until now. The pro and NHL they had, league. they had like B roll footage of them like, like crossing arms and with their names coming up and everything. God. And then like the first 10, like we were sitting in this restaurant for a while. The first like 10 minutes was all like pre show, pre game, like, like break down the players and like what they're going to pull out this, this team. And it wasn't like ESPN ate the Ocho. No, but it, it, it was border, it was borderlining that. But, like and like, like the commentators were there, they were taking it so seriously, and then they showed a match of people playing. Like you would see NHL nineteen matches, and then you, they would switch to a shot of their faces like playing the game. Wow! And I'm just like, I can't. I'm like, is this? We're, we're here. It's happening. Is this man. it? Is, Slowly the, is but this surely, happening? Are happening. we in the? Are we in the dystopian future? Hopefully not dystopian. People, people aren't playing real sports. They're playing esports. Esports, um, but yeah, seeing that in the wild was weird. That's pretty much my point. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm sitting at a bar watching NHL 19 being professionally covered right now. Well, that's cool, but also yeah. it's cool. Like all these 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 chari- like charity events that oh yeah that focus on gaming, getting the spotlight to let people know. Oh, we're it's not just this weird nerd, not for yeah, nerds. Yeah, like little side interest that I should stop my son or daughter from participating in. Like right, it's actually exactly. like a really 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 strong it, force. It for serves good. its purpose in the entertainment. Yeah. world and 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 you know it serves its it's it, it has its role there's definitely a little yeah. little part of me that's like haha take that adults you know that's just like yeah. it wants to share just the for the rubbing in in the faces aspect of it all you mm-hmm. know ha, told gaming you. is becoming uber profitable mm-hmm. oh for right? sure it is you know it was like i was i was remarking today that we're gonna start seeing more a-list celebrities showing up at e3 and that's because now the budgets of these game companies can afford to pay A-list Dude, SAG I mean, actors. Not to bring it up, Call of Duty's been adding A-list. They have A-list actors. Yeah. yeah, they had Kevin Spacey had when the he was cool for a long time. Yeah, uh, they had Kit Harrington mm-hmm. in one year. Uh, John Snow himself. Snell. Him Snell. Um, yeah, g- games have always been able to pull like big names, but seeing like he like you're ta- you're referring to like Keanu Reeves, right? Specifically. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely show up at E three. No, Keanu Reeves, uh, uh, Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus, yeah, for uh, John Bernthal, John Bernthal, John Bernthal, yeah, 
all the it's gonna, um, it's the three Death Stranding like, actors bridging yeah. bridging that those medias like the TV movie side with games. It's it's almost inevitable at this point. You know, it's and then I think that is how you bridge it to mainstream, like completely. Like you got the sports crowd, you got the esports in there. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have those. I, I can't wait to go to a Philadelphia Fusion. Overwatch in the, game in the arena they're building. I'm so yeah. gonna get tickets to that. Yeah. I'm so gonna see an Overwatch game. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I go with you? Yeah, uh, well, that's gonna be a fun ass. I'm gonna get some the dog hot dogs. I wasn't or gonna ask you. I was just gonna be there. You're just gonna so, show up. Yeah. It's fine. I wonder if they can have beer there. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah. You think that sounds I'm like a sure really outlined like? Where's Fusion? Where's it gonna be? It's gonna be, it's gonna be in, in the park of of you know where um, stadiums Xfinity Live is. Yeah, it's gonna be in like they're gonna lose some of the parking lot to build. Next to that, essentially. Oh wow! And that's going to be a full arena. Yeah, huh? I think it's like a five thousand seat arena. So like, it's not going to be as big as like the Link or or Citizens Bank Park, <laughs> but it's you're going to have the Eagles, the Phillies, the Fusion, and then the bar that everyone goes to drink while they're at these events. So many. I'm fucking, so excited. Yeah, <laughs> so sounds many amazing. Fucking people, older people are going to walk by that Fusion and go, "What sport are they playing over yeah. there?" Yeah, mm-hmm. Overwatch. Overwatch, League of Legends. Fuck is that? League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, they Overwatch? said they're gonna like they're gonna rent it out for other events and teams and things too. Because obviously, like you're not gonna be running just the one thing yeah, all year. I think that would be really and silly you can make so much that. money by saying, "Hey, come on, bring your event here." You know, like I just thought of this right now. What if we organize some kind of event, right, where we have people that are playing some kind of game competitively? We put on the event, but we raise for money. charity <laughs> for charity, right, baby. Right? And get people to just perform and play and watch and hang out at the arena. Like Sounds that's like the really potential of just having this of place, having that, having venue. a home there, not only for the fusion, but also like for people that game and are in a the public, community a public in space, a city. Yeah. yeah, like a dedicated space for it, which will only spawn more. You know, that's the that's the future. I think we're we're bouldering towards. You know what I mean? We're just barreling towards yeah, that 100%. future. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I kind of want to do that. I want to, I, cause I, I, you know, I never really was one to enjoy football games or baseball games. I was never really that person, but a video game competitive. Yeah. Have some, have some yeah, beers. T- When's that up. stadium? I'll go, I'll go to ground? it all. I'll go to it all. Just go, I'll hop from one stadium to another. I wonder if they're going to have season tickets to the fusion. I think I have heard that they <laughs> will. You want to be the first season ticket holder to the, uh, fusion. I'm season. I'm season ticket holder number one. Anyway, so uh, how about, what, do you think, what do you think, guys? I think that's the wrap. Time. Time. We're going to wrap. We're already longer on our episode about nothing than we planned. Yeah. Well, this, is yeah. Felix, this has been Felix Hergood. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. Mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. Follow me on Twitch at Felix Hergood. That's me. That's, um, you. that's you. Right now I'm playing Fallout 76 on the Xbox. Shit ton of it. And Probably like Elder Scrolls Online is my alternate, so I'm not really leaving far from the fucking apple tree there. Nice, dude. This is uh, Trib Zero. You can find me on uh, Mixer is my home. I do restream to Twitch as well. Uh, you want to find me, it's Trip Zero TV. That's also my uh, my Twitter page, my Instagram. It's all the same thing. Very, very easy to find. Uh, do a lot of Destiny, but as the, uh, the new season stuff in Destiny kind of cools off and we head into a waiting period before the major release of Shadowkeep in the fall. I will probably be introducing uh, single-player games or just different, more quirky kind of stuff in the first half of my days. So I go live 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, during the week. You can find me there. I'll probably do some fun different morning stuff going forward and then Destiny at night with all the buds when they hop on. That's the game plan. Hell yeah. I've been Neo Ayoshi, and uh, you can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi, Twitch at Neo 
Aoshi, no underscore there. Um, if you tune into my stream this week, I pretty much going to be chilling playing Final Fantasy twelve. So if you want to come in and hang out while I just grind away at killing things on screen, which is, you know, you know, that's all you do. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and uh, Monster Hunter. Those are probably the two games that I you'll you'll see if you come on my stream this week. Dupe. All right. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. We will uh, catch you next week. See ya. See you, dudes. Cool. EA calls its loot boxes surprise mechanics. Says they are used ethically. People like surprises. Executive tells UK <laughs> Parliament. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first line of this. Oh article. my god, that's so fucking surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> surprise, motherfucker! So that's a fun thing to talk about. Some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't. Supplies, motherfucker. Thank you. Y'all rise, motherfucker. All rise. <laughs> <motherfucker>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.